0: Good morning, everybody. We have a higher trade in the grain markets here early on Wednesday morning. It is 6:30 a.m. Central Time. May corn futures up three and a half cents at 6.10. December corn up one and a quarter at 5.29 and three quarters. May soybeans up two and a quarter at 14.74 and a quarter. November soybeans are up one at $13.5. We've got May Chicago wheat up six and a half at 666 and a quarter. May HRW wheat up three cents at 623 and three quarters. May spring wheat up six and a quarter at 575 and a quarter. Uh, If you are listening on the podcast, as always, uh, thank you for joining me. Thank you for taking a few minutes out of your day to listen. Make sure you leave me a review if you have not already. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Make sure you hit the like button. That would really help YouTube to spread these videos out. Uh, it would really help the channel out. It would really help me out. It would appreciate that. If you need some additional assistance from me, go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on Grain Marketing Plan in the upper right-hand corner. For $49 a month, I offer a subscription service. It includes my morning email, which goes out every business day at 6.30 a.m. Central Time. That email includes every overnight headline that you need to be aware of, all sorts of interesting charts and graphics, all of my grain marketing recommendations, cash sales, capture and carry, anything's with, anything with options, that sort of stuff. There's a text message service that goes along with that, and as I mentioned, I started doing subscriber-only videos and content uh, here over the last six weeks or so. They've been very popular. Uh, This is one that I did yesterday, just an update on the new crop soybean marketing situation, Uh, what I've advised in regard to new crop soybean marketing, what my game plan is moving forward. Uh, These subscriber-only videos have been very popular, so if you are interested, uh, certainly check that deal out. To get into some of the headlines here this morning, Uh, we've got an ethanol report from EIA out later today. Now, last week, we saw ethanol production dip kind of unexpectedly, but in the weeks and months to come, I believe you'll see much better ethanol production. Ethanol prices have posted a massive rally this week. Uh, Ethanol prices have rallied 7.5% on the week So far, just through Monday and Tuesday, ethanol stocks are at their lowest level seasonally in seven years. There's some chatter regarding Chinese purchases of U.S. ethanol that circulated earlier this week. I think that that's perhaps uh, why we've seen this big rally. Gasoline demand was good last week; is probably going to be good again this week. We've got uh, more vaccinations, less concern regarding COVID, more people driving. Uh, This thing is is starting to look better. So, in, in regard to corn demand via the ethanol industry, I think it probably probably uh, gets better from here despite the high prices. Freezing temperatures hit the U.S. Plains and the Corn Belt overnight. Uh, temperatures in the mid-20s hit a very wide area, including the Dakotas, Kansas, western Oklahoma, north Texas, all the way into the Corn Belt. I mean, Iowa, Minnesota, Missouri, Illinois, Wisconsin, Indiana, Ohio, Kentucky, a few other areas. Winter wheat crops, of course, would be your big concern here. Uh, maybe there there has been some damage following a couple nights of freezing temperatures. We're going to see warmer weather uh, come into the west early next week, and you'll and be quite a bit warmer uh, in the Corn Belt uh, in its entirety by the middle part of next week. There's a lot of concern regarding Brazil's second corn crop. Uh, Dryness in in South Brazil in particular continues to be an issue. This morning's forecast suggesting uh, below normal precipitation for those dry areas during the next two weeks. A good chunk of this crop was planted late. You've seen a lot of analysts reduce production estimates just this week as a matter of fact, and you could see additional cuts to those estimates if you don't see some rain here. Brazil said this week that it would suspend import duties on soybeans and corn until the end of the year, triggering some speculation that they may have to import some of this stuff from the United States. Now, in regard to corn... I suppose that that makes sense if the crop is, is really going to be short. In regard to soybeans, it makes absolutely no sense. Uh, Brazil is in the process of, of exporting the largest soybean crop that any country has ever produced. So they, they don't have a shortage of soybeans. I suppose they could have a shortage of corn if this thing uh, really ends up going the wrong way in regard to weather. The driest areas of North Dakota and South Dakota could see some rain near month's end into the first few days of May. Uh, this morning's GFS model suggests that a good chunk of North Dakota could see at least two inches of rain and, and perhaps more in some areas in the period from, say, April 29 through the first week of May. Um, now, oftentimes in a drought, rain forecasts just fail. Um, that's That's what happens. And this is kind of an extended forecast. You're talking more than a week out here. But that's what's in the forecast. And it was in the forecast earlier this week, too. China issued new guidelines recommending reduced usage of corn and soy meal in animal feed. Now, uh, uh, livestock feeders in China have already switched to 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 wheat uh, to a significant extent. There's been a lot more wheat feeding in China. USDA has told us that in its recent reports. Now, the ag ministry there said that rice... Uh, rice bran, barley, sorghum were available and and suitable, alternatives to corn, uh, rapeseed meal, cottonseed meal, all sorts of stuff uh, could be alternatives to soybean meal. I I would question whether or not this is feasible given the quantities that would be needed in order to offset any significant portion of of what's being used um, in regard to corn or meal, but that's the uh, story floating around. And we had heard uh, some chatter regarding this deal several weeks ago, so this is not necessarily fresh news. Uh, In other China news, China plans to, to set up regional control systems for preventing African swine fever. Uh, they announced that they're going to essentially have five regions that will be responsible for preventing and controlling African swine fever. They're going to be tasked with creating disease-free zones, regulating animal movement, that sort of stuff. Um, this is interesting because the Chinese government to this point, and really since the beginning of the year, they've reported officially um, several very small cases of African swine fever, yet other sources outside of the government have indicated that this reemergence of ASF has become quite a bit more uh, drastic and significant. So uh, just like the last go around, I don't know if the Chinese uh, official government numbers were ever accurate. I don't know if they're accurate this time around either. Remember guys, may grain options expire on Friday. If you have any remaining open positions there, make sure you take a look. Um, cattle market had a decent day yesterday. We, we were lower at one point in time. Uh, we saw a nice rally back. The hog market uh, rallied sharply yesterday. So a nice rebound in the livestock yesterday. The outside markets, stocks are about flat. The s and unchanged. The Dow's up 16. Uh, gold's up just marginally, silver up marginally. We've got the U.S. dollar up just a little bit. Crude oil is down 90 cents in the June WTI at 61.77. We've got the bonds uh, down just a little bit. If you guys would like some more information, um, check out that website. You can shoot me an email, info at standardgrain.com is my email address. Everybody have a great day. We'll talk to you a little bit later.